Go Your Own Way is brought to you by Overmental.com, the media culture hive mind. Enjoy the adventure. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Go Your Own Way, the podcast where we always press the right buttons. Hey, yo. This is one of your hosts. But I'm not going to tell you what my name is yet, because I'm going to introduce the other people first. <laughs> that laugh came from Jen. Yes, it did. And Hi, Jen. that guy is Eric. It's true. I am Eric. And I'm Peter. This is my excited voice, listeners. So, <laughs> it's been a while. Actually, I guess not that long. It just seems like it's been a while since Jen shows the story. Yeah, I think it's been a, I think, it's been right, a little we, bit. It, te- technically, you chose uh, You're in Love with Rob or whatever that was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. But anyway, you chose a different non-Rob-related story this time. Yes, I picked the story this week. Um, we are going to be reading through and playing Hunted Down, a horror by ShadowGirl21 on ChooseYourStory.com. Please read us the description of this fabulous story. I will. (laughs) All your life, your parents kept you by your side. Never were you allowed to parties, sleepovers, or even school. Your room door was padlocked and a huge fence surrounded your house. Never did you understand why. Until now. Your parents have a past filled with enemies and mistakes that you can't even imagine. They have been shielding you from a fate that strikes fear into their hearts. Despite your many moves across the globe, your location was discovered on your 13th birthday, and your parents are nowhere to be found. Now it's just you and the mysterious man with a gun and a taste for revenge in the dark house. Will you survive? Dun dun dun! I wonder if he walked into the house and just like screamed, I have a taste for revenge! (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Maybe. (laughs) All right, chapter one. He's here! Rob is here. Oh no. (laughs) Is that where we're going to call him? Oh yeah, we might as well. All right. Rob is here. We have Rob Fever. (laughs) We got Rob Fever. Oh, boy. Your breath is shallow and quiet as you squish yourself into the smallest shape possible in your tiny closet. You woke up in the middle of the night as you heard your parents shouted warning to hide, followed by a scream and a loud thump. Your heart aches as it beats loudly and your mind is racing. You tried to call the police, but the line's been cut. You jump out the window, but there's no one around for miles, and you don't have a cell phone because there isn't any service. Basically, you're in the middle of nowhere, being hunted down in your new house by a man who you suspect killed your parents and is looking for you. It's all you can do to stifle your tears. Suddenly, a gruff, manly voice can be heard calling your name. Judging by the sound of it, he's somewhere in the kitchen which is the farthest place from your room than anywhere else. You must get out of the closet and get somewhere safer. Right now, your only option is to jump out of the window. 
But what if your parents are still alive? What if they need your help? So, mm. do we escape through the window or try to save our parents? Escape through the window. Nothing good ever happens when you go back for the parents. Nothing ever. They're going to get sacrificed for drama later anyway. <laughs> Plus, aren't they the ones who brought all this evil stuff upon us? Yeah, it's all their fault. Yeah. Yep. Plus, we're a teenage girl? Yeah, we're a girl? Are we a yes. guy? We're, let's say we don't we're know. a girl. We don't let's know. Let's say we're a girl. Okay. Um. So, if we're a teenage girl. We hate our parents. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like padlocking your room is really a way to keep you in your room <laughs> not a way to keep you safe from like people trying to harm you because hmm. it's real easy to like break a padlock from the outside or to find the keys around the house or whatever but it's super difficult to get out from the inside so they're they've <laughs> basically kept you like locked up that's not good <laughs> nope. That's pretty uncool. So escape through the window we go? Yes. We go. Right. Logic and self-preservation interrupt the desire to save your parents. All your life, they have protected you, gone to extremes to save your life. They would want you to think of yourself. They're probably gone, and the least you can do is to make sure their efforts aren't in vain. Hot tears fall down your face as you think this, biting down your guilt, You slowly open the closet door and head for the window. Immediately, your fingers begin to manipulate the lock on your window that your parents taught you to use only for emergencies. Soon the window is open, only the taste of the outside air comes with a price. It sets off the alarm. You hear pounding footsteps racing toward your room as you jump out and run. Your parent's car is in sight. You know you won't get far running from him on foot. But at the same time, the small amount of driving lessons you received a while back doesn't qualify a 13-year-old to safely drive. What do you do? Get in the car or run as fast as you can? Well, I don't know. So the person who's chasing us, we don't know how many people they've killed. Mm. But we do know how many thousands of car accidents there are per year. (laughs) So statistically speaking, it's probably a lot more dangerous to get in the car. Mm. <laughs> that was a solid argument that takes in facts and figures, and I appreciate it. I'm trying, like, I'm trying to remember how well I drove after like two or three driving lessons. Right? Mm. You might not do real well on busy highway traffic or something, but in the middle of nowhere, driving fast enough to get away from a dude on foot. It seems like you'd be able to handle that, right? Unless he has a car that he can get in, in which case you're probably fucked. Or if he can turn into a car. Ooh. Also fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Transformers more than meets the eye. (laughs) Or if he's a weird giant alien who crawls under the frame of your car. Oh, yeah. And somehow drives the car as if he were a monster that drove your truck. A monster truck one might say (laughs) maybe peter has a point like maybe if we keep him on foot we have enough of a head start that he'll either give up or try and get back to his car to track us down and that'll give us some time as opposed to if we get in the car 
and he immediately gets in his car, he can certainly outdrive us. Whereas we might have some small chats to outrun him. Hmm. We are a quick and nimble 13-year-old. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to chase a 13-year-old. God, no. Right? They're spry. Oh. I vote that we run. I think we run. You can't drive, and breaking in the car would take too much time. You need to run. Bullets fly past you as you run madly in zigzag patterns. You know he's close behind you. You look back and see him. His tall figure, pale skin, dark clothes, and short dark hair. The only thing you can't see is his face, unshaven for a few days now, and his dark, cold eyes. But you do, and soon. A bullet clips your leg, and you fall on the leaf, scattered ground. Gasping in pain, you watch as the man walks close to you. He crouches beside your, presses the gun to your neck, and studies your face. What a shame, he whispers. Such a beautiful girl with such ugly parents. Tears of agony escape your eyes. He sighs and removes the gun from your neck. You don't deserve this. It's not your fault. He gently wipes away the tears from your face, then takes out a syringe from his pocket. As he inserts the liquid into your veins, your world goes black. You are found wrapped up in blankets outside of a hospital and wake up in a hospital bed, but the grief makes you think, wish you never survived. The end! That is a weird ending. <laughs> we lived! Right, I... Guys, we lived! We did live! I mean, so if the killer... Okay, if this is one of those consistent stories where the killer is like, mm. like acts according to the same motivations each time, mm -hmm. if the killer won't kill us, can we die? Or like, <laughs> if he's shooting at us and kills us, will he be like, oh, okay, is it only if we get shot in the leg? Like... Hmm. So the, the point you're making is that in a different branch of the story he could act completely different right yeah depending on how the author I, writes these things yeah exactly because sometimes they're consistent characters and other times they're not right so should we go back and try the car should we go back and try and find our parents hmm Maybe we go back to the parents and maybe we'll get some backstory. Your parents could still be alive, if barely, and you'll be damned before you let them die to save yourself after all they've done for you. Grabbing a hammer off, the, off of the table you were building something on, you softly open the heavy metal door and slip outside. You head for the living room where you heard the screams, and your eyes search for your mom and dad. You stifle a horrified scream as you look at your dead parents, and the naive hope of rescuing them slinks as grief brings tears into your eyes. You should have known. Now you're still in danger, and everything they did to protect you could be for nothing. But at the same time, the man in the kitchen looking for you could get away with this, and his crime for murdering your parents may never be met with justice if you just run out of the house. Anger begins to register and all logic leaves you. And the only option we have is avenge your parents! Wait, I thought we picked up a hammer, not a crowbar. 
Oh, we did pick up a hammer, but now it is a crowbar. It transformed. They, there's, there can't be more than like eight pages in this whole story, and you couldn't remember <laughs> which heavy item the heroine picked up. Come on. Your eyes narrow, and your grip on the crowbar tightens as you do something insane. I'm in here, you stupid son of a beep! You yell, and you stand beside the doorway, weapon at the ready. What? It was it was censored, so I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and we have said some pretty horrible things on this show. True. <laughs> yeah, when they're written out, this one wasn't. <laughs> mm. <laughs> anyway, the man walks in, only he turns to face you as if he knew you were already there. Your plan of hitting him from behind is a flop, and suddenly you are face to face with a man holding a gun. He's tall and pale in his black clothing, and his jacket hides his neck. His hair is blackish brown and messy and his face has not been shaven for a few days. His handsome features are soiled by a cold stare and two empty, dark eyes. Hello, Olivia, he says softly. Hey, we are a girl. Yeah, we're a girl. We got it right. Your eyes widen. You feel weak. How do you know my name, you whisper. I know a lot of things. Suddenly, he wrenches the crowbar from your grip and pins you against the wall. Somehow, you're not scared anymore, though your heart jumps as he takes out a knife and gently caresses your cheek, and the blade is cold against your skin. Olivia Hart, he whispers, the daughter of the people who took away my freedom. Memories of learning about your parents' past as FBI agents flash across your mind. You study his face and find the look in his eyes. So our only option is, I've never done anything to you. No, you haven't, he whispers. But I have no choice, love. I'm not going back. I can't let you live or my freedom dies. True, but wouldn't that be like what my parents did to you? You hit something and you see it in his eyes, but it's not what you were hoping for. Alcatraz is worse than death. Your parents didn't kill me. To do that would have been merciful. Instead, they put me in prison. You grow silent as you watch anger fill his eyes. But they closed the prison when you were little. And I escaped. After all, they have done to me their efforts to save their precious little girl are at an end he gently wipes the tears from your eyes i'm sorry love i really am he puts the knife away and forces you to the floor the bullet went into your side and when you finally died he closed your eyes and buried you under a magnolia tree after carving your name into a rock and placing it over your grave as a headstone. The end. All right. Aw, that's nice. What a nice man. It's certainly right? something. <laughs> so did he, 
Did he escape Alcatraz before it closed? He escaped Alcatraz when it closed. So, like, when they were moving him to the next prison. I guess so. Okay. All right. The funny thing is, like, Alcatraz isn't even really that bad. Like, it's <laughs> it's not nearly as bad as the uh, solitary confinement prisons we have now. It's mm. a good point. Like, it's on it. I mean, sure, it's on an island. <laughs> mm. It's difficult to escape an island, but they don't lock you in a metal box for 23 hours a day where they've designed all of the innards of the box to have no edges or places where you can kill yourself. Like, it's not even that bad, man. Is that, like, the entirety of the story? I I want to say, yeah. It didn't seem like it, it was I don't think there thing. were any other options. I think this is it. Yeah, I don't think we missed anything. No. That's super short. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be that short. Um, I knew it was short. I didn't think it was that short. Sorry. <laughs> That's what she said. Well, if you were disappointed by the length of this story, listeners, tell us on Facebook at mm. facebook.com slash G-Y-O-W podcast or tweet us on Twitter at Go Your Own Way Pod. Once again, this is called Hunted Down. I think the only page on this story we did not read was the car one. The car one. So if right, you want to yeah. play and find out what happens, you mm. can do that. Until next time. Um, bye. 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 For more original podcasts, videos, and pop culture news, visit Overmental.com. Thanks for listening.